Do you like fun facts? Hello, and thank you for listening to this first episode of Do You Like Fun Facts? My name is Joshua Schaefer, and I've written two history books about Disneyland called Discovering the Magic Kingdom, an unofficial Disneyland vacation guide. For my first episode, I wanted to talk about one of the original attractions that opened in Disneyland on July 17, 1955. I'm going to give you a little hint of what it is, and you have to try to guess which attraction I am going to be talking about. Can you guess it? It's the Jungle Cruise! You would think Jungle Cruise has been its name the whole way along, but it's actually gone through several name changes since it opened, like the Explorer Boat Ride, River Boat Ride, Jungle River Boat Safari, Jungle Cruise Boat Ride, and Jungle River Boat. It wasn't actually officially named Jungle Cruise until 1959. Back in the planning stages, Walt Disney originally wanted to have live animals for a safari-type ride in the park, and his Imagineers talked him out of it, saying that live animals sleep during the day, it would be hard to get them to show themselves, and just maintenance alone for them. It wasn't until Animal Kingdom opened in 1998 did they actually get a safari attraction like what Walt wanted, and that's Kilimanjaro Safari. The size of it is enormous. You can fit four Disneylands inside of Kilimanjaro Safari. So this just shows that there was not even close to enough space in Disneyland to have a live-action safari ride. It didn't go without its problems, though. When you open a jungle you have to have a lot of plants. They didn't have a lot of plants on hand when they opened the Jungle Cruise. They used some of the orange trees that used to be in the orchard, flipped them upside down, buried them in the ground so that the roots and everything were grown around the sides of the water to make it look like there was more plants available. After all of these years, 60 years of it being open, it finally has its own ecosystem. So right now the Jungle Cruise can actually thrive on its own. They don't have to water it. There's enough moisture from the trees to water themselves because it's an actual living jungle now. But back then it wasn't. They had to bring in plants from all over the world. I mean, the the river itself was based off of the Nile River, the Congo River, and the Mekong River just for the look of it. It was also based off of the television series True Life Adventures that Disney had going on, and it actually had spoken dialogue, kind of like a documentary, and Disney wanted this for the Jungle Cruise as well. Well, Walt overheard people talking about the Jungle Cruise, and they said they didn't want to go on it again because they'd already heard everything about the attraction. So Walt gave the skippers free range to make up comedic puns or jokes about things going on in the Jungle Cruise just to keep people interested in going on it. They actually released an episode of it on Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color where the entire attraction was narrated by Thurl Ravenscroft. Now if you recognize that voice it's because he's the voice of the fallen bust in the Haunted Mansion. He's also the singing pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's Fritz the Parrot in the Tiki Room. He's voices all over Disneyland and in Disney movies. Uh, you can even hear them in the commercials for Frosted Flakes with Tony the Tiger. You know, because they're, they're great! That's Thurl Ravenscroft. And he's the one that did the temporary like overlay for the audio just for that TV episode. 
Welcome aboard the Jungle Cruise. I'll be your skipper and guide down the rivers of adventure. Uh, he's Oh, he's also the singer of the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch song from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which is my favorite Christmas movie. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a Even though the attraction was based on all those different rivers, it is referred to as the rivers of the world because of the collection of all the different rivers that it was based on. The night before grand opening, there was a 900-pound elephant delivered to Disneyland to install, but the power had already been shut off, so the engineers had to install it in the dark. This is an interesting piece of information. Did you know there used to be live alligators at the Jungle Cruise? Well, they were kept in a pen outside. I actually read about this in Disneyland Secrets by Gavin Doyle. I couldn't find any other information about the existence of the live alligators. I had contacted Dave Smith, the archivist from Disney, the one who started the archives department, and he said he had seen footage of these live alligators in front of the Jungle Cruise in a pen, but there's nothing in existence around, like photos or other video evidence that I can find to show that they were actually there. There was also a rumor that the alligators had escaped and gone into the actual uh, Jungle Cruise River. So, I don't know. It'd be cool to know that they were actually there. And I'm guessing Walt actually brought him in. It could have been a promo thing for a couple days to have some alligators outside the Jungle Cruise. Who knows? This was actually the very first attraction that animator Mark Davis worked on. You know Mark Davis because he animated Tinkerbell for Peter Pan, along with hordes of other characters. But he's been an animator for Disney for a long time. But Walt brought him onto the project because he needed more comedic scenes, and he wasn't brought in until 1962 to the Jungle Cruise. So at this point, it had already been open for seven years, and Walt wanted something funny for people to look at because right now it was just animals that's all it was so the very first thing that mark davis designed was the elephant pool that we see when we go on the attraction it actually was put in a place where there used to be a gazebo in what is now new orleans square so before that it was a park area with a gazebo people could have picnics and there was a band that would play and that area was taken out so that the river could curve around and that's where the elephant pool was placed a lot of people refer to these as animatronic animals, audio animatronics, but they're not actually audio animatronics. This is the precursor to audio animatronics. They're just mechanical animals. So they're not based off of like a recorded tape, like in the Tiki Room, where the computer plays these different sequences for them. So all the animals have left, right, up, down, forward, backward movements just from having compressed air in and out of joints to make it move around and it just goes back and forth that's all it does it's not pre-programmed you just turn it on and it does the same movements all the time so they're not actually audio animatronics one of the imagineers that got to work on the attraction back when it was being created was imagineer bob gurr here are some words from bob gurr about his experiences while working on the jungle cruise well walt had his heart set on uh a really big super attraction uh, before Disneyland was uh, built, uh, the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise really is the first really famous, iconic ride, uh, much like in later years, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, there was going to be a lot of effects in the Jungle Cruise, and many of those effects were developed at the Disney Studio by the Special Effects Department. Now, you got to remember, Special Effects Department, they'll make a mechanism... 
If you are enjoying this episode of Do You Like Fun Facts, hop over to theme streaming at themeparkology.com. A direct link to the episodes can be found in my bio.